0: everybody welcome to episode 85 of fish and connoisseur movie my name's david pether but you could call me fish with me as always is my favorite sack of shit
1: connor mcduff what up motherfucker here we are again this week to review another fucking superhero film but this time it's a brand spanking new one fresh out of the marvel oven what are we reviewing this week fish this
0: week we have captain america civil war what the movie we've been talking about for, like, over a year, pretty much since we started this podcast, it's finally here. It's kind of weird, actually. Like, it's it's always been that movie that's been coming out, and now it's here. I've seen it. What else do I have to look forward to?
1: Yeah, nothing. Just end your life now, because this is pretty much it. That's the peak it, of everything. The peak
0: of everything. Well, hold on. we still yeah. got a lot of Star Wars movies and Jurassic World oh, Fuck, we got a lot to look forward to. I just heard... That's true. There is a few. I just heard that Space Jam 2 has been actually confirmed
1: yeah lebron james yeah man that.
0: i heard that justin lynn is going to be directing it the guy who did the fast most of the fast and furious movies
1: i see i see pretty exciting
0: i'm a fucking huge fan of space jam so i would be excited i'm not you're not what the fuck is wrong with you
1: i don't like space jam I, like lineage back in action is a far superior film
0: oh no, that's some bullshit
1: you fucking know it's true not
0: even close I'm going to leave this one with our listeners. Please fucking shut Connor down. Please tell me that Space Jam is better than fucking Back in Action. Everyone
1: knows Space Jam because it was a bigger film, but Back in Action was a better movie. It was a Looney Tunes film. Space Jam was not.
0: Space Jam was a fucking basketball film with Looney Tunes, and that's what made it better. Exactly,
1: and I'm not interested in that fucking shit. I want a fucking goddamn motherfucking Looney Tunes film alright
0: okay well you can fuck off and go watch all the straight to DVD movies that they make and all that crappy TV show that's on WB Kids now and I'm gonna go and watch LeBron James and Bugs Bunny fucking jam it up in Space Jam 2
1: fuck you man you don't know you don't know
0: well I don't know yet because it hasn't come out but I intend to see it and LeBron is fucking good he's a good actor he was great in Trainwreck so I think it is gonna be probably better than the original
1: you don't know man
0: no you i don't, don't but know. we will review it when it comes out i'm sure
1: that's true and i'm gonna fucking be there probably grilling the shit out of it to be mm. honest it's not
0: yep me. yep yep well let's see if you grill the shit out of today's movie captain america civil war will you give us a rundown on what this fucking flick was about please conor mcduff
1: yeah mang. so the superheroes are in some shit after avengers 2 because they fucked a whole city up the government wants to basically make them work for the, American, for the U.N. And so they get controlled and are only ever able to do superhero work when they're called upon. And so half of them are like, fuck yeah, bitch. And the other half are like, fuck no, bitch. And then on top of that, Captain America finds Bucky again and wants to save him. And the other guys still think he's a baddie, so they try and stop him. And so it just turns into a shit fest. It's a bit... It's pretty complex. Like, the storyline's pretty out there. There's, like, a German guy, the guy from Inglorious Bastards, who, like, is behind him. Helmet
0: Nemo. Zemo? Yeah, Zemo, Nemo. Zemo. Yeah.
1: And he's trying to... He's just, like, instigating it all between Iron Man and Captain America, like, causing shit, making Bucky out to be a bad guy, so they fight. He's just fucking trolling end, him. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end, we find out Bucky, when he was the Winter Soldier, killed... Tony Stark's parents and so Tony Stark tries to kill Bucky and Cat's America fucking fucks him up and just leaves pretty much.
0: Well, we have the the big catalyst of this film is obviously the Registration Act, the Sokovia Award, uh, Accords or whatever it's called. Yep. Now, it's it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing that they they bring up here because it these guys are basically vigilantes and they're working under their own law and haven't been sanctioned by any government or fucking whatever yet they're sort of funded or were funded by shield um which was you know i guess tony stark but shield's not a thing now so they're kind of by themselves it's it's all very diluted and and interesting it's it's funny that these sort of things haven't come up more often in films and now all of a sudden it is a yeah. big thing like you know batman v superman was a, a lot about like how do we control superman and and whatever obviously this is a comic from it's the same with batman v superman Is it goes way back to you know 90s yeah. and 80s and but this was a comic 10 years ago and they've gone into all this sort of thing and it, I, I just think it's a really cool idea because it really grounds the superheroes into our into our world because this is what would happen. There's no way that you know, you might get away with one or two super freaks getting out there saving people and then going into hiding and having, you know, secret identities and stuff. But in a in a world as vast as the Marvel universe and, and even the cinematic universe, like now there are dozens of these people. It's it makes sense that something like this would come up. And now I guess the question is, like, what side are you on Connor McDuff? Would you, are you for the Registration Act or do you think you're with Cap? I'm against it. Like it's like stupid because of whatever
1: reason. I'm against it. I was against it from the beginning and I was against it at the end too. It was fucking stupid. Like, Is it really? I, mean, there? I don't know if it's stupid. No, I mean like it's pretty well justified, which is one of the things I really enjoyed in this was that it kind of felt like, yeah, this is actually something that could divide people. You know, they fuck some stuff up, but... I think it's just like a a moral thing. And the bottom line is that I think Cap says a line, which is like, yeah, it's run by a bunch of a bunch of politicians and politicians have agendas. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, that's it. The only people that that power is worthy in is the power of themselves, because the moment it's handed over to a bunch of other people, they just turn into monkeys, like just, you know, Lackeys, basically. Yeah. And I didn't really deem that appropriate. Like I kind of stood with Cap because Cap's like, well, fuck no. Like I want to fuck. Like what are we if we if we just give in? We're just a bunch of wimps. Like we they stand up for what's right. Like they fight for pure justice. Whereas if they assign this act, they begin to fight for agendas and shit. So I was kind of with him. From the beginning, which was cool,
0: yeah, like I am too, because he's the protagonist of this film, and um yeah, you know you' you feel for him more than anyone else, and you're all like I feel like you're supposed to be on his side, and I am, but I don't think it is stupid. I think the idea of this registration act is something that would yeah, have no, to be right. a thing, like you have to register yeah. guns, you have to re- powers, it's like all these things these it's all good for us because we know these guys are the good guys that's the good thing about this film and this premise is it's not so fucking black and white and that's what was so good about winter soldier as well is the the line between good and bad is blurred and that is very much the case here like they took what they did in winter soldier and just fucking turned that shit up to 11 and now it's like every time someone states their case in this film, I'm kind of like, oh, yes, 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 I'm, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then the fucking, you know, comeback debate is like, oh, okay, shit. It's just, it's just so hard to know what is the right thing. And obviously, working for a, a bunch of politicians who could be just as corrupt as any one of these potential superheroes, is. A fucked thought in itself so it yeah it's a really it's a really tough thing and i'm currently going back and reading the comic as well i'm making my way through that massive list and i'm I'm really interested to see how that ends and the same with this movie where this goes from now yeah because everything is so divided and it's like fuck
1: i think i think on top of that they add the the personal aspect so all these characters within it definitely kind of have their own motivations behind it, which made it feel realistic. Yeah. Like that's Black right. Panther is Black Panther doesn't give a fuck. Like he's there mainly because to fight Bucky, to kill Bucky. And then Yeah, yeah. act of know, revenge, Iron yeah. Man's, Iron Man is for it. Caps obviously against it. Black Widow is for it as well for her own reasons. So's Road. Roadie, the most a relevant character since 2010
0: hey he got a, he actually got a bit of a go in this one though
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know everyone kind of had their own reasoning behind it which I really enjoyed it was good like it, the cast was awesome yeah. to be honest it felt it felt more it felt fuller and more developed than Avengers 2 oh, which absolutely. is saying something like it felt it felt like all these characters actually had a piece and like had moments and that was the only time I ever there were two times I was disappointed in this film and that the first one was when we lost that when all that development in the first like three quarters of the movie kind of goes out the window when Captain America escapes with Bucky. And that was kind of the point I was like, man, I get what they're doing and I appreciate it because obviously that's the main antagonist and protagonist. But
0: Like after the I, airport I, fight?
1: Yeah, but I would really have enjoyed it a lot more if we kept all those characters in these situations because... Like it's their story as well as Captain America's, you know, um, and it feels that way, and they make it that way. So it was a little disappointing when, when it took away from that. Yeah. It was still okay, but it was just, it it just I was hoping for more. Well,
0: it's funny because we were, you know, I went on a massive rant about it last week, where I was talking about this this Marvel cinematic universe and how I love the idea of it, and I'm waiting for that time when all the characters. Uh, I feel like this is a universe, and finally, this movie did it. This movie makes me feel like every single one of these characters lives in this world. More so than fucking Avengers did, which was the ensemble movie, (laughs) Avengers Age of Ultron. This one fucking made it happen because of exactly what you said every character is relevant we know every character's story every character is there for a reason and there's nobody wasted i don't feel i don't really have a problem with what they did with bucky and, and cap getting away because i feel like we needed to bring it down and make it more personal yeah. because that airport fight is fucking amazing
1: that's so great i was really worried about it too i thought that was going to be shit. I was, I was genuinely concerned that that fight was going to suck.
0: I feel like these directors, these Russo brothers or whatever, they know what the comics are. Like, this is Marvel Comics. It's a bunch of guys all fighting at once, all having conversations while fighting, all ripping on each other, all fucking, It's just straight from the pages of the comics, and I thought it was fucking perfection. I was like just giddy with excitement the entire time through it. Like, a lot lot of it came from seeing fucking Spider-Man in action, which we'll talk about in a second. Ant-Man is actually relevant. I was really scared about how... Yeah,
1: Ant-Man kicked ass. So cool.
0: You know, obviously, after watching the Ant-Man film... It's kind of like, how's this guy going to fit in with the Avengers? Like, how is Paul Rudd going to fit in with these guys? And fuck, he just slotted right in from the minute he came out of that van and just was all nervous about meeting these guys. It, like, put him on the level. And I love it. And making him be able to turn into Giant Man, or whatever they call him, be able to do that, just, like, made him relevant to this fight like made it like he could step up with these guys all of a sudden he's a game changer like fuck
1: no I am um, I really enjoyed it I thought it was fucking awesome by the way did not realise Hawkeye was a fucking badass up until this film like <laughs> like he was always he was pretty he was always he was
0: pretty badass in Age of Ultron no Ultram. it was pretty
1: cool but in this one he's just like never giving a fuck no, like yeah. he like the vi- Vision he's like well fuck you dude like you yeah, know like he just, like, he just doesn't give strongest. a shit Tony Stark, he's like, "Hey there, just fucking blows." Like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's so ruthless. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, man!" And him fighting, um, thing.
0: Black Widow, like, just it's perfect. Oh, like yeah, that was great. that's how this is how comics do it. It's these two. It's you know, friend versus friend, mate versus mate. They're fucking taking each other on, and they're they're talking about we're still friends, right? Like <laughs> it's all that yeah. little banter that's going on. It just fucking nailed it. And again, like Hawkeye. The only one that really got shafted in Avengers One, and then they tried to really push him in Age Voltron, which was a shithouse movie. Which I went and watched again, by the way, and it's
1: how fucking bad Actually,
0: is it? worse than I remember, because I think I gave it like a three point five when we reviewed it. Man, it's like yeah. a two. It's fucking horrible.
1: <laughs> it's a bad. It's a bad. I went back and watched it the after Winter Soldier, and I was like, this yeah. is actually terrible. I like-
0: struggled to get through it. I like I couldn't remember why it was so bad, and I think you know at least when we watched it in the cinemas, I was excited to see it. Like this time around, I was just like, wow. Like going from Avengers yeah. and Winter Soldier to that, it's like, Jesus Christ. But they fucking redeemed it here. So I'm, I'm glad because like like I said, they've made every character have a part in this war. Obviously it's it's really Captain America versus Iron Man, but like, yeah. or oh, everyone else is there and it's not just thrown in for the sake of having these characters, which we were worried about, like with many ensemble films. They couldn't do it with Age of Ultron, but they did it here. They made everything, everybody worthwhile. But yeah, like all through that fight, like there's just so much sass going on. Like Spider-Man just coming in and being like this awesome teenage kid who's just excited about being there.
1: Yeah. Did you enjoy Spider-Man in this?
0: Dude, I loved him.
1: I um, I liked him. I thought he was good.
0: I am really, really happy with what they've done with him. I was really worried. Like this is what I, yeah, I said at the end of last week. I was... <laughs> like if this movie could be a fucking five out of five, but if they fucked up Spider Man, it's a no go. It's done. Like the, yeah. you just don't fuck up Spider Man. Like I am still bummed. I I still really could have seen Andrew Garfield's Spider Man getting amongst this. Yeah, but I can't. I really dig what they've done with him. I I like this kid. He fits the Spider Man persona really well. He's he's nerdy, but he's got enough like sass behind him that he can be witty and and you know come back with. Yeah. some sly comebacks and such. He's quick and he's really powerful. <laughs> like I actually
1: I love that about him too. I actually
0: believe that he could fuck shit up. Like he takes on Captain America and nearly wins, you know? And he but he doesn't even realize how, how strong, strong he is. is, and I think that's what I like the most about the character. Um not too sure about this new Aunt May. The milf. <laughs> yeah, the milf. Like I really like her and that actress but i've yeah it's a bit it's a bit different they, to the young they take or, the
1: piss out of it though tony stark's like that's your aunt or something and he's like yeah they come in different shapes and sizes or something and i'm like fuck yeah that's a good dig
0: yeah which kind of makes it cool like i'm not i'm not like fucking that's the worst thing ever because i'm just so used to aunt may being, being his because she's his like great uh, like grand granddad's um, no
1: it's a, his aunt I it's not his, his aunt.
0: actual aunt it's like a neck like a grandma aunt isn't it is it no
1: it's his aunt i always thought it was his aunt
0: his... is it that far i thought it was like yeah i thought uh, i'm not sure because th- isn't uncle ben something to do with uh i can't remember i thought she was like two two generations because she's quite old generally uh, yeah but you know what i'm 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 really open to this new one which i'm really surprised about because when it first came in it really scared me seeing a younger... Spider-Man. Aunt May. Like oh, not aunt not aunt a younger I Spider-Man. I was... Because because I kind of knew that was happening. But seeing this... And I was like, that's not fucking Aunt May, is it? And I was like... "Oh, Do they... Do they get Spider-Man? But... <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do get Spider-Man. I love this Spider-Man. I can't wait to see Homecoming. I... A whole movie of this kid is going to be fan-fucking-tastic. Do
1: you know the reason it's called Homecoming?
0: Um, well, he kept saying Homecoming in... Um, Zemo kept saying yeah,
1: homecoming. homecoming
0: in that thing, so I'm, I don't know if that's something to do with I that. I wonder I'm, if
1: it's going to be like a Spider-Man villain with like like about Spider-Man, or it's going to be the, about the greater Marvel universe and Spider-Man's the protagonist. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, it, surely it's a Spider-Man villain. I'm not sure that will be a part of the Marvel universe. That'd not
1: be fucking lizard.
0: (laughs) I don't want it to be lizard and I don't want it to be green goblin. I want it to be fucking venom or carnage. Like to be honest, but I would
1: love for it to be man. Carnage would be fucking terrifying. That would be the best.
0: Yeah. That's, (laughs) I think that would really take, take him to the next level. Like he's already um, fucking pretty high up.
1: Doc Ock would be fucking boss.
0: Yeah, actually no, that that might be the way because I haven't done a Doc Ock since.
1: And he's um, pretty Spider-Man brainy. 2. But like Spider-Man has the second best superhero villains around.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? Next to under, Batman.
0: Under Batman, yeah. Absolutely. it has got such a good roster. So it could be could be anyone. I just don't want it to be Green Goblin again. Fuck
1: um, Green Goblin, man.
0: Like bring him in later down the track and maybe maybe something, but like fucking let's let's get something fresh here.
1: Let's not use of Electro either, yeah. No, Electro. <sighs> And maybe don't make the Lizard character look like a fucking weirdo. Christ. Lizard was like the coolest fucking character, and then an Amazing Spider-Man, he looked like just the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Like, my I God. I thought he was
0: pretty cool in that. I, I, hated I didn't mind it. but Anyway. Anywho, yeah, Spider-Man, he was fantastic, and I'm really happy that they nailed him. And, again, so excited to see more. So he fit right in with the team. Him getting all fucked up at the end, and he's kind of like, ah, oh, no, I'm done.
1: Yeah, that was great.
0: <laughs> it was just... And- I've, I've, a mate of mine had a, this was, he really liked the movie but the only thing that irked him was he thought that this fight was a little, like there was too much comedy
1: yeah, no I get, I get where he's coming from but I kind of it never affected me, like I no. totally understand, I was like this is a little too light but at the same time like it never really affected me because the, the, the spectacle and novelty of all these superheroes fighting is just awesome,
0: to me it's, it's how you do a comic book movie this movie like you said in the plot summary it's a pretty complicated beast like there's a lot of politics going on there's a lot of this bullshit blah 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 it's pretty deep and it takes on some pretty serious themes but they still remember that this is a comic book movie it's still about people in fucking tights and it should be fun there is no shortage of fun in this film
1: or color as well that everyone's very colorful which is exactly exactly
0: And that's, you know, that's where Bats, Bats v. Supes went wrong. It's, it was way too serious.
1: Yeah, fuck off. So,
0: they know how to do a fucking fight. And I, actually, there was a lot of times throughout this film, I was like, mm, yep, this is how Batman v. Superman should have done It'd
1: it. Yeah, Batman v. Superman had it easier than this. Like, Batman v. Superman was the better film. St- like, Had the, In had premise the wise. promise to do a better, like, the, yeah. a better film. And, and this Absolutely. just... Well, they had the biggest
0: stars. They had the two biggest superheroes of all time fighting each other. How you... Yeah, anyway. You can go back and listen to our review about that one. When, especially in that final fight between um, Iron Man and and Captain America and Bucky, that fight is a pretty long fight. Kind of could have gone either way and it's sort of like, that's how... I was just thinking throughout, this is how they should have done the Batman V.C. It was so epic,
1: man. Like, that fucking last fight was so great. Just really satisfying to watch.
0: It really is. And, you know, that's a a big reason that a lot of us have come to see Mm. Iron Man fight Captain America. Or these two two teams take on each other. Like, that airport scene is like half an hour long. (laughs) Maybe not that long, but it's pretty long.
1: I appreciated how they maintained the relationships throughout. Well, one aspect I appreciated. Like, I appreciated that... They kind of made it so you weren't going. Wait, so is no one friends now? Because all is like, bar Iron Man and Captain America, everyone is still friends. You know, like yeah, everyone's still kind of yeah. mates. Yeah. And then I I really enjoyed that moment where Rody gets paralyzed, and Falcon says I'm sorry, and Iron Man just shoots him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was kind of like good. Like you need that tension. Because yep. fuck, fuck Iron Man, man. Like I was just as soon as I he did that, I'm like, "You're a fucking piece of shit, dude." Like you started this fucking fight, and yeah, yeah, you were yeah. the one that fucking got Vision to shoot up there. You stupid prick. But um,
0: <laughs> but that's the thing. The thing with um Iron Man as well. Like Robert Downey Jr. fucking nailed it in this movie. Because like, yeah, it
1: was really good.
0: So good. Like he's he's been good, but this time he he, he still got that little bit of Tony's Tony, St- Tony Stark's sass, but he's. He's really dialed it back here because he's really been affected by what's happened in all the other movies and what's happening now like finally he's trying to do the right thing and you know his team's going up against him and he's like he's just you can see him just tearing himself apart from inside every time he's on screen and even that particular scene with falcon and and roadie it's it's like you understand why he fucks up falcon but you also feel for him. Like, it's hard. It's just really well done.
1: Yeah, Iron Man, it's it's really kind of heartbreaking because Iron Man probably suffers the biggest amount of loss in this film. Oh, for sure. Aside from Black Panther, whose dad dies, but I don't really give a fuck about that cat. But Iron Man suffers a huge amount of loss, and it makes him a really impressive antagonist, especially at the end when you find out Bucky killed his parents. Like, you didn't feel like what he was doing from that point was... Not... It, it just... It was justified. Like, you were like, all right, well, fuck, man. Like, yeah, I get it. You still didn't yeah, want him to win. Because you're like, well, he wasn't... It wasn't Bucky. It was the Winter Soldier. But it was It was very much... You still... I still kind of felt like, all right, fuck, that's pretty fucking heavy, you know? Well, like, I,
0: every one of us would be just as angry, yeah. I feel. And it's, it's funny because when he comes in, he's, he's ready to reconcile with the guys. He's yeah. ready to meet on their level and come down to them. And he finds that out. And then it's like, oh, it's fucking on. And I you know what, in another movie, I, I might not have gone with it as much, like, yeah. Batman v Superman with the parent thing, like, fucking hell. They actually made it work here, well, like, because this, it, there's so much is- build-up to it, yeah. and you you could see, like, he's just been, like I said, tearing himself apart for this entire film, and he's still not sure about it when he comes in to reconcile yeah. with Cap and, and Bucky, and then to find that, it's like he's he's already got heightened emotions, so it's just, like, tipping edge, you know? and you t- it's totally justified
1: yeah it's not like I wasn't I think like in comparison to Batman v Superman they kind of pulled it off because they didn't use it as like a day X Machina. they used it as like a like oi like this is a this is a plot point that has been pretty it's, much it's, it's, it's been very set justified. it's been building yeah very yeah. justified it felt real it felt like a realistic thing for the Winter Soldier to do Stark was a you, you know his dad was a significant player in World War 2 yeah. so it all kind of came together in that respect, so I really appreciated that. I thought that was really cool. Absolutely.
0: I don't. I wonder why they didn't use the guy who played his dad in um, First Avenger.
1: I don't know. Probably money, something like that, mm. or something, or maybe I, I probably wanted an older looking character, so they used this bloke because yeah, he's because he pretty... was he
0: was in Ant Man as well. He's he's um, Tony Stark's dad in Ant Man. Oh, is well. he? Yeah, which is straight. Yeah, because that other guy was pretty cool. I. Would have been yeah, because yeah, he anyway. looked
1: f- fresh as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy, yeah, he's a little more. Well, plain. it's just
0: funny because they aged um Peggy, but they didn't age him. But you, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's some fucking contract or money thing going on.
1: How fucking boss is the Winter Soldier, though? Like, let's be real, Bucky is still the coolest motherfucker <laughs> in this whole universe. That's all I <laughs> yeah, thought absolutely. when I was watching it. I'm like, he is just the coolest fucking guy. Yeah. Honest to God, he is just so great. See, I kind of sit there and I'm like, what are they going to pull off in Avengers 3 when Bucky has to meet someone like Chris Pratt's character, you know? Mm. That's kind of something that blows my mind because, do you ever do that? Because, like, they're in the Avengers now. I'm curious as to how much because Star-Lord's such a, like, such a different character. Like, I'm really curious as to how they're going to put him in.
0: Yeah, well, so was Ant-Man, you know? So, it's... Like after seeing what they did with Paul Rudd, I can definitely see it, and I'm excited to see it.
1: Chris Pratt's just a bit of an asshole. Like that's why I like him is because he's he's just like fuck you guys. You know, like even by the end of the other one, he's like I'm still going to do silly shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm going off topic, but someone like Bucky, I just can't see that interaction happening. So I'm curious. Well, well, the way
0: I see it happening would be Bucky just does some general badassery and then star lord comes in as all well, you know has some sort of sarcastic yeah. thing to say about it that's that's where it's going to go down and you know yeah. he'll instead of fighting him he'll have a dance-off <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty much it's a that's gonna be a good moment sorry I'm getting off topic I just I'm just like Bucky no, it's all just, part of
0: it well this is the universe yeah. man so this is where it's going we gotta start hypothesizing
1: Buck, Bucky is fucking pimp straight up like the whole way through this film I'm like fuck he's great that whole that whole sequence where he's like Cap's like, I don't want you to kill anyone. And he's like, I'm not ever going to kill anyone. And just fucking jumps to the other building. And yeah. I saw how that shot was done. And it blows my mind. Like, he lived, someone jumped from a building to another building. Oh, really? Yeah, and they just harnessed him and made him land on a pad. And the camera guy followed him out of the window in a harness as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: It's so insane. But it's just such a great shot. I really liked it. And I really like... He's just a great character the whole way through it. Like... He's so broken and defeated, and he just wants to be, like, left alone. And he basically... Yeah. Th- the moment he teams up with Cap, like, they're friends again, properly, I'm just yeah, like, fuck like, yeah. I'm like, oh that's shit,
0: just got real. a
1: fucking good duo. Because the Winter Soldier holds his own. He's not a sidekick. Like No, no, that's Iron Man right. and Rody I'm like, fucking shut up, dude. Even Falcon is, is great, especially in this. I was like, fuck, Falcon actually is cool as fuck. But he... He's nothing like Winter Soldier. He no, is no. He's just the coolest but, fucking and, person. And they
0: really point that out, though, as well. I do really want to talk about Falcon because a lot of people are like fucking Falcon. Like, why is he even in the Avengers? Yeah. He's fucking nobody and everything. Well, in this movie, he holds his own as well. And, he's a fucking like, pimp in this. From that first fucking scene with um, Crossbones and all that, he comes in, he's got a sick costume, he's got all these gadgets, he's got that fucking little bird thing that follows him yeah. around he can step up with these guys now like in winter soldier you kind of was just a guy with wings who shot some uzis which was still cool but now he's got the he's got the gear to to play with the big boys but the thing i like about falcon and his character is that he's super insecure because he's a he's amongst all these other overly superpowered guys yeah. and he feels like he shouldn't be a part of it and they've really played on that. Like, there's all those things. He's always, he's so jealous of Bucky. He's jealous of like Rody. He's jealous of everyone else who comes in and tries to take his sort of spot because he's Captain America's sidekick. And yeah. like, there's just that one shot where <laughs> Winter Soldier's in the back of the car. I
1: love it. Can and you he move asks your him to move forward? the
0: seat, and he's like, no. <laughs> uh it's just so good. Like and it goes for the whole thing and it makes sense. Like every character just has their part. I keep going back to it, but it's just so rare when, to see when,
1: when Falcon and Buck when Falcon and Bucky are stuck in the web and then Falcon gets out of it and Bucky's like, Why didn't you do that before? And he's like, I hate you. I love yeah. it so much
0: <laughs> Um with the Winter Soldier again, like you know how um there was all those other winter soldiers?
1: Yeah, the serum.
0: Now Beck brought up a good question my girlfriend Beck when we were watching it how did the other Winter Soldiers go back into cryo because the last we saw them they were breaking out and like killing
1: all the people oh they were just they were just showing that they were unstable and they like because he got the Winter Soldier locked him and his mate in a cell so I'm imagining they just managed to cut like finally overpower them and sedate oh, yeah, them yeah okay and chuck them in it's not really a the- problem
0: for me but it is a little bit of a gap because it's kind of like the way the way I sort of saw it was that Winter soldier locked them in, yeah. did yeah, I, no. I just assume maybe they put themselves to sleep because they're like, fuck, we've killed every kind here. We, <laughs> we're going to die. <laughs> so
1: no, I think, it, I think it was just they they get sedated, like they get controlled. I um, kind of
0: like that they didn't become a thing as well. Yeah, um, thank
1: fuck, hey, honestly.
0: Because that, I, I was worried because everything was going so swimmingly, you know, from the airport scene and just all this tension between... The heroes, like I was kind of like, who's going to be the villain here? And obviously Zemo is, because he's just trolling in the background, like f- making them fight each other, which I think is fucking brilliant, because th- it's it's like even them pointing out that all the villains in the Marvel universe are fucking shit, yeah. <laughs> and the only people worth fighting each other are the heroes, because they're the only ones who get any sort of I backstory. Of,
1: I kind of wished he wasn't in it though, in a way. I kind of feel like they could have done everything they did without him being in it. Like the battle and Bucky and Iron Man finding out it was his mom. Like That stuff could have been revealed, I think, in a way that didn't have the attention brought to this character. I just didn't like him very much as a character. I liked what he did. I didn't like him.
0: Well, he's a typical Marvel villain. He just comes yeah. in, does something to piss off the good guys and then fucking go with it. But the, the difference here is that the good guys are fighting each other. So there's actually conflict that means something. And yeah. for that in itself is enough for me. Like, to be honest, I don't want to see any more of this guy. But I think what he did was the perfect amount, like, just to get the ball rolling. Because we still need a bad guy. Like, we can't hate on these like i don't hate on iron man i don't hate yeah. on the vision you know i don't hate any on anyone who's pro the sokovia accords because i see it from both sides and that's why this is such a, a strong film to me at least a strong marvel film because then they've realized that we only really care about the heroes because they can't do villains so they just give the villain the the littlest part and but there still needs to be a bad guy so i feel it yeah i did worry that these winter soldiers were going to become a thing and there was going to be the reason why everybody teams up and it kind of almost was but i love that zemo just killed them yeah <laughs> because he got what he wanted he wanted them fighting the 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 winter soldiers weren't anything it's kind of like they teased us with us and it's like it's almost like give us the something to worry about but yeah. it's it wasn't and I don't know. I I think everybody, there's so many tips of the hats here. Like these directors and and screenwriters just understand what has come before and where they've messed up and they're sort of acknowledging it.
1: This film doesn't really go anywhere either, which is a good and bad thing. Like by the end, the only thing that's really different is Captain America isn't Captain America anymore. They're all in Wakanda. Yeah, I mean, it's very contained. Like the other films always set up, oh, you know, this is going to happen now, you know. Oh, you know, the Iron Man and Captain America are going to have a fight because of Avengers 2, blah, blah, blah. Ragnarok's going to happen because of Avengers 2. Whereas I think they went, fuck, we fucked up. We need to just make this film a film with a story. So they stopped doing that. What was the, the-
0: um, what was the What was post-credits thing again? It was Spider-Man.
1: Spider-Man, yeah. There so was two. Bucky goes into sleep and he's like, call me when you need me. I mean, like, yeah. those are just yeah, cool so things, you're right. but... but Well, that's,
0: that's there. Yeah. Well, Bucky going to sleep is like kind of a full stop there. Yeah. And then Spider-Man, we already knew that was coming. So it's not really, yeah, no, you're right. I didn't even think of that.
1: I just appreciate it. Um, because one of the biggest things I hated about Avengers 2 was just them fucking setting up films that everyone was going to fucking see anyway. You know, Mm. the Thor and the fucking pool and all these visions and shit and just like, crap we didn't need, you know, for this film, whereas this yeah. one, they managed to make every character's motivation about the plot that is occurring around them. Characters like Ant-Man and and Hawkeye and Spider-Man, who didn't really have necessarily um, significant motivation, don't get as much fucking screen time, you know? Ant-Man's there because he likes Captain America and they found him and they called him up. So he's just kind of fucking there. He's like, alright, I'm going to fuck shit up for you, bro. And same with Hawkeye. He comes in because he got, gets asked, and that is stuff that I kind of enjoy because they're not busy setting up bullshit plots for other films, yeah, um, right. which is really nice to see.
0: It is, yeah.
1: I really I really enjoyed it. Like, that was just something I really enjoyed. But on the other side of things, I fucking hated it because the ending to this film was bad.
0: Well, there's no... there's Yeah, the conflict isn't really resolved, is
1: it? Well, it is in a bullshit way. He writes a fucking note. He's like, hey, bro, I know we had a fight, but... <laughs> And like the fact that like nothing happens, so at the very end, all this crazy stuff happens, Captain America just kind of shuts down Tony Stark's suit and walks off. Like no, almost like tries to kill him, nothing, he just walks off. I just wanted someone to fucking die, to be honest. I wanted someone to die or someone to be majorly injured and not fucking rody Like one of the main characters, I just wanted Captain America to die, let's be real. I wanted something to happen and instead we get they're all hurt but they're okay sort of Mm. I don't know
0: yeah I feel you. I know what you're saying I I kind of like the ending because without teasing for the next film I'm really excited to see the next film because where it's left off like they're still on opposite ends of the spectrum you know, whatever's happening with, with Iron Man on one side of the world, the the other guys are over in Wakanda, which is an interesting place. I'm really interested to see more about Black Panther and this, you know, this highly evolutionized land of Wakanda, like apparently it's supposed to be really fucking cool. So I, it's, it's set shit up in the best possible way. Like they haven't, on the nose like they have with the other movies which have basically just been trailers for the next film this like you said is a contained thing and although it's not completely finished i feel like that's the nature of these comic book films the marvel films is they're they're very um episodic and this is the end of that episode i feel like this is the end of the tv episode that we would have watched if this was a a tv show. TV show yeah from a filmmaking and like uh a uh, standalone film sort of way, I yeah I agree with you, but I like what it is because it's it's made me excited for the next thing, and I like that you know Captain America and or Iron Man didn't die. Like I am, it would have been cool to see somebody big um, go out. Like Rhodey getting injured is kind of like cheating.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh fuck off! Like no one cares about him.
0: But I did actually. I like I I really feel because I just like Don Cheadle, and I actually feel bad. For him, because he he is such a footnote in this Avengers world. Like I love the one of the only things I really like about um, Age Voltron is when they're all at the party and he's trying to tell that story, and he you know like he tells Captain America and and Iron Man and they don't give a shit, but all normal people do, and he's like, I am a big deal. Come on, guys. Like it's like finally he gets a little bit of a moment, and I want to see what happens with him as we go along. Like I'm 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 kind of glad they didn't kill him. Because yeah. that almost would have been worse to me. It's like that's the bigger cheat. At least he's injured, and it gives Tony Stark some fire. And you know, yeah, whatever. It's not really the thing that um, annoys me. But um, you know, like the whole thing that kicks all this shit off that that fucking awesome scene at the start with Captain America and and his little team. The new the new Avengers are going in to, in fighting Crossbones, and and yeah. that bomb goes off. when Scarlet Witch puts the bomb up into the and it blows up the, the, building. the tower, yeah. As as cool well, that's, cool, that's not cool, but like as good as that was, as powerful as that was <laughs> I I kinda wanted a little bit more devastation from it. I wanted because in the in the comic story of Civil War, um, a bomb goes off next to the school and you know, kids die, kids die. six hundred people are fucking destroyed. It's like this it's a really big catalyst for why this starts. Like and yeah. and although that that is a bad thing that happened, but you don't really see, like, they sort of talk about it and stuff. I was expecting some fucking Terminator 2 shit, you know, watching kids flake away, sitting on <laughs> sitting on fucking swings and yeah. shit. Um, I know it's Mar- it's uh, Disney, so they're not going to do that sort that, of shit. That's but.
1: kind of what I was thinking, but I agree. It was a little too pathetic. I kind of wanted more. I wanted more. Because like I think anyone could have sat there and said, Well, obviously it was the fucking bad guy that did that. Like that was him.
0: Yeah. yeah, he set the bomb. Like she it's yeah. It this is this is the thing. This is the idea of this whole movie is like those people weren't there. The people who are criticizing these superheroes weren't there. Like, fucking please be our guest and jump in and, and get rid of the bomb <laughs> you know. But the way they see it, they see Scarlet Witch throw this bomb up into a building and it blows up everybody. So that's it's the power of media and it's fucking it's it's a really good social commentary on uh, you know how things
1: are. How um how cool was the mercenary by the way at the start? Yeah, I'm actually kind of fucking pissed he's dead. Me fucking too, because he was the best. He was literally know his the fucking best. fist
0: things just bussing Captain America.
1: Holy it shit! He was fucking like actually intimidating. I kind of wish he played the same role Zemo did. Just kind of sets up everything. I would have enjoyed that more.
0: I, I think. actually thought he was going to be that. Like, that yeah. guy. When he when he died, I was kind of like, oh, shit.
1: That's, I, was
0: just, I was just
1: disappointed. I was like, fuck, what a waste. He was th- probably the coolest villain I've seen ever in this universe.
0: Yeah. He's got a bit of a Punisher feel about him.
1: Yeah, that's why I liked him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fucking oath.
1: The only... Look, honest to God, like, all I keep thinking about is, like, who's going to be the next big villain? The only person I can think about is Thanos. Like, everything yeah. in between is probably going to be disappointing in comparison because he's the only one that's had any real build. Um, Mm. and what I think is crazy is that he's had the biggest amount of character development in fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, that's what makes me think that they're going to be such a big part of everything when it, you know, the next Avengers. Like, I feel like because they've put so much time into building the biggest villain in this universe, it's going to be such a a thing.
1: Well, hopefully. Like, we're not going to know till we know. They're, They're either really good at it or they're fucking terrible at doing it, so... I'm keen to see what they pull off, but I'm imagining it'll be all right. It's it, The Russo brothers are doing Avengers part one and two. So. And
0: two, yeah. So we're in good fucking hands because these guys yeah. are top notch.
1: And they've got fuck all to set up as well, more importantly.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like it's, it's cool because we're past all that shit. We're finally getting into the, the guts of the stuff and, and seeing the movies that I want to see. And with these guys behind it, they obviously know what to do with these films. So it, it just excites me to see where this is going, which is great because, you know, the last year in Marvel, you and me both have been very like, yeah in superheroes in general. Like this has actually sparked me back into superhero mode. Like I, I'm excited about it again, which I'm,
1: is... I'm not, I'm not excited more than what I was. I really enjoyed this film. I want to see where this story progresses to, but, um... I'm not necessarily keen for the next kind of roster up until Guardians or Avengers because everything in between is going to be kind of just more origin stories and more of the same shit. You know, Homecoming, obviously, but Spider-Man... I was going
0: to say, not even (laughs) Spider-Man? Spider-Man
1: fucking kicks ass. Let's be fucking real. It's fucking Spider-Man. Like, you can't beat him. You know, Doctor Strange is coming out and the trailer just looked boring as fuck. I don't know what you thought when you saw it, but I saw it and I was like, okay, like...
0: What's yeah, special
1: I, about this guy? I, I,
0: <laughs> what I just said before, this after watching Civil War, I'm more excited watching that trailer like the first time i watched it i was kind of like "Eh, yeah righto. but now i'm like oh how are they gonna fit him into the in the universe which is what i've wanted from the start like these are the feelings that i had when we first got you know thor and iron man and and hulk like it was like how are they gonna make all these guys fit and then they did it with avengers and it was like "Ah!" but then they kind of fucked up but now i'm i'm back on that so i'm i'm excited for the next one i'm excited to see a black panther movie like how did you feel about Black Panther?
1: He was dumb. Dumb? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of him, to be honest. I didn't really Why? like him very much. He was just kind of plain. Like, he didn't do much in this film. He just... I don't know. He just wasn't really that impressive. He's... I don't know enough about him, I guess. And he just has claws, so he's kind of lame. But <laughs> I I don't know. He was just pretty boring in I like that
0: he's got kind of like a different fighting style he's quick he's fucking powerful like I like the fact that we don't really know much about him and that he didn't really do much he like all we needed to know was that his dad got killed and he's fucking after the Winter Soldier Yeah. and I like at the end that he's like you know I backed I'm going after the wrong man it, he just really intrigues me man like I'm, I'm I love the mystery that's about him because if they if they put too much into him it, it could have got you know congested in this film like I feel like everybody got the right amount. Like, he had enough motivation for me to understand what he was doing in this movie.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really keen. Just because, again, like, unless there's... I kind of think with Marvel now that they need to be going in a direction that, oh, bar Guardians, they should be making more films like this, where they are arcs for these entire characters, you know? Like, Civil War was great because it's about... It's a it's a, it's about a core story, and we just... we these characters have already been introduced and we're like, fuck yeah, like let's see how they react in this situation because it's not Avengers. They're not, they're not running around being the Avengers fighting a bad guy. It's like a a, a problem, a problem they have internally. And you know, they yeah. can, I'm not, I know there are more arcs in the, in the comic books with similar situations where not necessarily they fight each other, but but dilemmas and problems that aren't look at this giant massive bad supervillain that we all have to team up and fight you know like i'm sure there are things that are kind of more complex and and that's obviously what the audience wants because a lot of what we're you know happy about was watching these characters interact and seeing how they blend together and that's why i'm not keen for black panther because i don't want to fucking watch black panther take on a villain i want to watch this universe now like i want to watch this narrative of these characters that we already know are the coolest part of this is watching them all together like we want to see more of that and i want to see more of that and see how they go with that you know i want a second civil war basically where not necessarily they fight each other but i want something similar i don't want fucking doctor strange i don't give a shit you know it's been yeah doctor strange is
0: interesting because it is it seems very isolated from this world going back to the way that i felt when they started this this whole marvel universe thing like i'm going into doctor strange almost to see how they fit him into the world and yeah. i hope it is a little bit of that and you're right though it's probably only going to be minimal if even at all black panther though because he's already a part of this storyline and these problems i feel like there is we're going to get a little bit of more of what civil war brought i think there's going to be connections to everything because everybody's in Wakanda now, like his homeland. So he's, he's like the big dog, like he's running the show. So let's see where that goes. That's what excites me about Black Panther. And obviously Spider-Man, I couldn't give a shit if the rest of the universe aren't in it. If he's just doing his thing, I'm happy, but it would be cool to have some sort of connection again, um, which I'm sure they will. Speaking of, like, it's it's funny you say that, because this is, Civil War is very much the Marvel Universe film to me, more so than any of the Avengers films, and what I've been looking forward to, okay. and it still, it still makes me, like, I, I brought this up last week, it's like, this this almost isn't a Captain America movie, the only reason that this has Captain America, he's the protagonist, we're following him, and, yeah, which I get, and I like, because I like Captain America, and he's a great protagonist, and I think we need to get behind him, but I almost think that they don't need to make these solo movies anymore. Like, this movie could have just been called Civil War. Like, Black Panther movie, if it's the movie that I want it to be, could be called fucking Civil War Part 2. I don't know. But fucking, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's let's make these yeah. universe movies now, not that, the exactly. solo that's endeavors. Exactly, that's what I want. I don't fucking care yeah. anymore
1: about anything else. Like, I want to see this shit. And I don't mean like, oh, Tony Stark makes an appearance in this film. Like, I don't fucking want that. I want a film that has been written with these characters in mind, not just some shoehorn shit where they fucking chuck them in last minute for the sake of chucking them in. Like Winter Soldier does it as well. Like that's one of the reasons Winter Soldier was so great because Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson is such a significant part of that film and Nick Fury. And they're real characters that we've seen before in their own strength. And that's what I really appreciate. Black Widow has had probably more screen time than any other character, and is probably more liked than most characters because she just manages to be fucking awesome in all of these films. You know, like fit in, yeah. Be a significant character whose whose narrative and motivation is fucking followed by the plot of what's going on within the situation, and that's what I don't know. Those are things I really liked.
0: Absolutely, and I, I agree. Hey, listen, but talking about such things, this is a Captain America movie. We haven't really talked about Captain America. How, how did you feel about him in this film? Yeah, he's
1: fucking awesome. I loved him. I really liked him. I thought he was really great. I pretty much agreed with him the whole time, you know? I thought he was well-motivated the whole time. Yeah, I, I agree. That. And
0: he's he's the Captain America that we loved from Winter Soldier. Like, this is the, yeah. the progression of him into this. Like, they... <laughs> it was, like again, watching Age of Ultron last week... It's like they just went back to stupid Captain America. Like, he was still kind of cooler, but where was that Winter Soldier Captain America? Here he is in this film, and he is fucking badass, man. Yeah, man. Like, him fighting in Winter Soldier, how we were talking about how good that shit was, they topped that in this film. He is a fucking beast.
1: He doesn't seem... Like, he seems like one of the biggest players when he fights now. Like, that's what I really appreciated. Like... Before, it was like, oh, fuck, you know. I think we probably had conversations like, Captain America's fucking useless. Yeah, he's just the in the rest.
0: background throwing his shield around. And then,
1: like, in this, you're just like, fuck, like, he's he's the king. He, yeah. You don't fuck with him. He fucks up Iron Man at the end. Like, he's just the fucking king. He has nothing. He's got a shield. And he just beats the shit really, out of people.
0: Yeah, you really get a showcase of his strength and his skills as well. Like, yeah. there's so many different ways that he takes people down with that shield. And... And it's just his power, like that part where he's got the fucking helicopter that Bucky's trying and he's, to get away. Like in. hanging on to it. Oh man, he brings it back. Like Fuck, fucking I man. Oh, and he's—I like his style though. His fighting style. He's, hes very much a brawler. Like he tackles people and he just—he just fucking pummels them. And that's another thing I, I really want to commend about you know uh, individualizing every one of these superheroes. Like I felt like everybody has their own style. Like, you know, Black Panther's got his little fucking kung fu style fucking... Spider-Man's got the swinging around style. Ant-Man doesn't really know what he's doing. Iron Man only, you know, he has his fucking power armor, so he does his... Thing. Like, they all have their strengths, and and, and you could sort of really catalogue them if you really sat down and, and looked at it.
1: The choreography is just awesome. Like I Well, keep... that's... Yeah,
0: that's what I was just about to say, is that this is some of the best action I've ever seen shot that has been put on camera. Every fucking hit... In this movie, yeah, it feels is painful. Good. Like, and that's a, a, big, a big part is the sound. Like, the sound design in this is top notch. Like, every hit and the way that it's shot is just like crunch, pow, bang. Like, I feel like everybody is battered by the end of this film, and they are. Like, after that airport scene, everybody's fucked.
1: <laughs> no, it's fucking awesome. I, I it, it was, it, it felt heavy. Like, the choreography was really well done. Very Winter Soldier directed Winter Soldier
0: it was the same guys
1: oh well that's what it is yeah. like they just know they kind of they just get it you know like you said they really get the comic book feel and vibe I think it was a I think it was a really good combination choreography wise
0: absolutely well you got anything else to talk about no I'm good well let's get out of here
1: look I really I really enjoyed this film it was a great surprise and I'm really thankful that you know I I can look forward to the next couple of Avengers films because I really wasn't. And I'm I'm really glad I can. And Spider Man, they didn't fuck him up, which is a huge thing. There are issues with it though, it's not perfect. I I really didn't like the ending. I thought the ending was pretty lame. It was a bit of a cop out, to be honest, and the lack of of real kind of risk and bad things happening is is very frustrating. You know, like risk isn't the right word but nothing severe happens to these characters except for yeah
0: there's no consequences and and that's and
1: that's really disappointing because this that's the one thing that stopped this film from blowing me away was like watching these characters actually get fucked actually get fucked sounds like I want to watch Captain America get fucked no but I, I mean like you know actually get destroyed and that was kind of that was kind of it. Other than that, I had, a, I had a really great time and I give this film a 3.5 out of 5. Wow,
0: 3.5, that feels low. No. So is this, this, you like Winter Soldier
1: better? Yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking love Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's fucking beast. And probably one of my favourite, that's probably my favourite superhero film, aside from Guardians. Mm. But 3.5 for this just because of the ending and the, you know, the reality that nothing really significant actually does happen by the end of this.
0: It's it's funny like when you bring up the fact that there is no consequence you're right but I actually felt throughout this whole film that anyone could die or anyone could get injured because of just how how brutal the fighting was like I felt like everybody was done by the end of this movie and to me, to be honest that's enough for me so I didn't really see that as a problem this is my favorite superhero movie this is the best superhero movie made ever. It is fucking top notch. It's not like, you know, we've talked about the Dark Knight Rises and sorry, not Dark Knight Rises, the Dark Knight. And that's, you know, in terms of a film, that may be a better film. But as a superhero movie, this is the cream of the crop. I think this is fantastic. I was so Happy the entire time watching this film. I haven't walked out of a film so giddy and excited since like Mad Max and Jurassic World. I was like fucking over the moon when I watched this fucking movie. And I, I, watching the credits at the end, I was just in awe. Like I couldn't believe that they didn't fuck up. (laughs) You know, like you know, when you're watching a great film and it's going so well and you're just like, when are they going to screw this up?
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I was actually in shock. I was like, fuck, they, they're they doing okay.
0: <laughs> I was like, you know, it's such a cynical way of looking at it. We watch so many fucking movies. It's really hard for us to get excited about things. And yeah. the feeling that I had coming out, of it, it made me feel like a little kid again. And that's what superhero movies should do. There's the right amount of fucking serious nature to it all, the right amount of, of danger, and the right amount of comedy. Everybody makes sense in this film. Captain America's awesome, Iron Man's awesome, Spider-Man is the fucking best, I can't wait to see more of Spider-Man, this is a 4.5 out of 5.
1: Fuck yeah, motherfucker.
0: I almost want to give it a 5, because the last time I felt like this, like I said, it was like Mad Max, which I gave a 5.
1: I, so. uh, it's, I'm glad, I'm really actually happy that you enjoy it this much, because it's good to feel this way, about something that's literally, watching these superhero films over and over is so fucking exhausting, you guys have no idea. So this was good. It was. We
0: we had a conversation last week before we did our podcast, and we were talking about how fatigued we were getting with just talking about basically the same storyline over and over and over. Because that's what superhero movies are. They generally are this fucking origin story that we have to go from the start, and they find a villain, and the villain doesn't mean anything. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. This movie turns all that on its head, and reminds me how good superhero storylines can be and why I really enjoy reading the comics. And so now I'm going back and reading the Civil War comics and, and it's, it's a lot more in-depth and, it's you know, a lot's different about it, but the same ideas there. And it's just so incredible what you can do with a universe. And that's what I want to keep seeing from Marvel. This is what I expected and they finally fucking done it. We're only like, what, 13 movies in?
1: <laughs> yeah, it took them a while. I mean, Avengers was fucking top. They've done, well... Yeah, is, Avengers
0: was good, but not to this kind extent. Of, like,
1: yeah, they've kind of hit the nail, haven't they? I
0: mean, like, I think this is better than Avengers. I think this is the best. Avengers was a good fucking taste. Like, at the time, it was good. Like, now this is how you build a fucking universe. And well, th- this is how you use a universe that you've built with, I should say. Yeah, that's it, mine. Well, speaking of that, I don't want to talk about superhero movies anymore. Um, at least until X-Men Apocalypse. So, we will review that. But we're not going to do any sort of retrospective leading up to that. So we're going to do a few different things. Like, we're getting into, like, the summer, the American summer releases now. So there's a lot of big films coming out. So we're going to be going to the movies a lot more, Conor McDuff.
1: Yay! I'm actually sort of excited. Aside from the fact I'm not getting shifts as of this week for some fucking reason. But uh, I'm very excited to actually see films for the sake of seeing films again.
0: Well, that time that you're not working, you can go into the film. That's it. Can you still get cheap movies if you don't work yeah, this week? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I'm still, I'm still working there. So yeah, cool. They haven't fired <laughs> me yet. <laughs> Come on, Birch, Carolyn, Coyle.
0: Let's, yeah. uh, let's start a, a petition. Get Connor McDuff more shifts.
1: Yeah, every, every week, a million shifts. <laughs> One, literally a million shifts. I don't know how I'll do it, but I will.
0: Well, next week, how about we talk about a comedy?
1: Yeah, what, what, what comedy?
0: <laughs> Hold on, what comedy? Well, there's the new Seth Rogen film.
1: Oh, Bad Neighbors 2's out. All right, sick. Let's do it. Yeah,
0: we haven't yeah. done a comedy in a long time. We, um, we used to discuss them quite a bit um, and, and found we sort of found and fell into the same rut as the superhero movie. We were just saying the same things. It was, oh, this was funny or this, was, this wasn't. But we haven't done it and we've got a lot more experience under our belt with this whole reviewing thing. So I think it's time to come back. Uh, I really liked Bad Neighbors, I the first one.
1: was just sort of okay about it, I guess. I wasn't I, love really it. I felt like it
0: was like a return to form for Seth Rogen. Like, I, I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan. In fact, Pineapple Express was on TV the other night. God, that's a good movie.
1: Fuck, fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, I love that scene so much. So, like,
0: that knocked up fucking yeah. super bad. Like, it's just all gold. And I felt like this was, like, the evolution of Seth Rogen. Like, because I feel... Around the time that Knocked Up came out, I was sort of around the same age that he was in that film. And then when Bad Neighbors came out, I feel like I'm the same age there where a lot of my friends are having kids and doing the same things that they're doing. So it was like, I feel like I've grown up with Seth Rogen. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm actually really happy that they made a sequel. I didn't think they would. I'm excited to see where it goes. I love Zach Efron in those mo- in that movie too. I he he's fucking hilarious.
1: I'm pretty fucking hyped. It looks better than the first one, to be honest. So you know what? I I'm haven't even seen it. a trailer. I saw one. It was good.
0: It's, I know there's some like a uh, is there like a group of chicks group moving next door to them or something. Yes, yeah, I, so I sorority really girls. Yes, yeah, sorority girls. But that's I I know that, but I haven't seen the trailers. I don't need to because I know I'm going to see it and we're gonna talk about it next week fuck yeah son (laughs) alright guys well thank you for going on this Captain America ride with us I'm glad it ended in uh, a positive note unlike our last retrospective Batman v Superman I'm looking at you this was fantastic I fucking love this movie Connor McDuff was a little bit more blasé about it than I thought he would be but
1: I'm I'm blasé about fucking everything let's be real here I don't like things I either hate them or I'm I'm somewhat alright with them
0: that's true Somewhat alright is a big fucking deal. So, I'm happy that you got there. It's been fun. So, until next week, guys. Play the music, fish. for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film, Captain America, Civil War, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track "Cap's Promise is performed by Henry Jackman.